All right, and welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Cuatro Cuatro Dos. I am here. Well, obviously, I'm Christian. I'm here with uh, Sarah, who is, I guess, like we talked, like we said earlier, the main person of the Bayou Republic, the supporters group for our own Houston Dash. So how are you doing, Sarah? Pretty good. Really good today. Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. Um, how you been holding up with all this uh, crazy stuff going on? uh hunkering down and uh you know wearing my mask keeping my hands clean social distancing and checking in with everybody nice nice like we all should be doing like we should be doing exactly that's true so uh let me just go ahead and start asking you questions kind of about yourself before we get into the whole bayou city stuff Mm -hmm. um so yeah just i don't know if you want to share like your your soccer story how did you get into soccer how did you get into the dash and stuff like that Yeah, I would, I mean, if we were to really talk about how I got into soccer, it was uh, basically the older brothers, they were my age of, of the guys. uh, So my brother, let me back up, my brother played on a a baseball team. And so all the other older siblings would come around and um, there was a bunch of them that uh, they played soccer and they, I just thought their uniforms were great. I loved all their gear. And back then in the mid nineties, they all had the chili bowl haircut is what we would call it. And, uh, and they also rollerbladed. So um, I actually played street hockey with, with these guys that played soccer. And so it was just, that's what my introduction to soccer was. And, um, and then from there, it was like, you know, watching my friends play in high school. And then basically anytime I moved to a new town, um, I would try to find a soccer game to go to and get plugged into the community, you know, whether it's, you know, collegiate or pro or, you know, just watching my friends play. It was just, it was kind of a way to find community really fast in a new place. So, so you're that's not how from, I got into it. So you're not from Houston originally? Uh, not originally. My, my dad is, but, uh, so that's my connection to Houston, but, um, no, I'm not originally from Houston. Gotcha, gotcha. And uh, what kind of brought you to, uh, well, I, don't, I mean, I don't know how specific you want to be, but what kind of brought you back to Houston and, and get, you know, how, you know, how did you find the dash and get into the whole NWSL stuff? Yeah. Uh, well, I was actually living in Portland, Oregon uh, for several years. And then uh, I'd say like in 2013, I was like, okay, it's time to go home. And right after that, they announced the dash and I was like, oh, this is awesome. I'm going to have a NWSL team as soon as I go home. And um, I didn't really have a city that I was going back to. I was just going back to a state. And so <laughs> I uh, basically, when I came back in 2014, I just found some guys to live with and, and got plugged in with the Dash. And that's how it all started. That's I just, yeah, like I just, when I first, I, I wasn't in Houston when they first started with the Dash. But um, yeah, I was... I watched the game against Portland that very first game and then went home and watched every YouTube video of like the players read all the articles and then got plugged in on social media and met so many dynamo and dash fans and people like Jen Cooper and, and just really just took off from there. So that's how I got plugged into Houston. So were you a Portland fan before or not? I was, no. yeah. Yeah. I was a season ticket holder for the thorns for two oh, years. Wow. And hung out with the Riveters in there. But, uh, yeah, used to go to Portland Pilots games and see people like Christine Sinclair and Tiffany Milbert walking around and, you know, saw Megan Rapino her senior year. And it was just – that was some really cool – that was some really cool soccer up there. It was really neat. And the, the atmosphere was really cool over at uh, 
at the stadium at at UP. Yeah, the the soccer environment or the soccer culture in Portland is like crazy over there, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's and it's different than Houston. And so it's funny when, you know, I, I meet Portland fans, they're like, oh, yeah, you know, you should do it like this or be like this. And I'm like, no, like, that's your culture. It's different in Houston. And it's I love it. it it's just I can't really ex- like I feel like I can explain Portland because it's advertised so much. And Houston's just a different ball game. And it's just really neat. All right. Before we get into that, because I asked, I wanted to ask you about that. Um, how did you guys come up with the the whole Bayou City Republic? How did that come about? Uh, well, Houston's the Bayou City, and uh, it was just kind of one of those things where you know sometimes you say like Bayou and everybody thinks uh, Louisiana, so I thought it was really important to say Bayou City for mostly people outside of Houston and maybe even outside of Texas, just so they know that Houston's a Bayou City. And then uh, Republic just came from, like, you know, the Republic of Texas. And so that's how that came about. Nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm a, a little bit of a history nerd. Mm-hmm. So uh, when I saw the name, you know, I, obviously I kind of put two and two together. Yeah. Um, but the, I saw the scarf that you guys sell, the, the black one with the Bayou that has all the neighborhoods in it. Uh-huh. Oh, um, I love, so I'm, I actually just talked to my wife right now. She's, well, she just left, but, um, but I was telling her I want that scarf because I love maps. So I have like oh. random maps. Uh, well, she doesn't let me put them up, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I told her, I was like, whenever we get a house and I'll have my own space, mm-hmm. uh, probably the garage, you know, uh, I'm gonna put all my maps and obviously that scarf is going to go up there with all my maps. Oh, we're going to totally get you one. Not, yeah, I mean, I'm buying one. So, you know. <laughs> and then if you okay. want to give me another thing, you can give me another thing. But I'm buying one okay. of those for sure. I'll give um, you a sticker or something. That'd be perfect. <laughs> That's cool that you're a map. I'm totally a map girl. I go to like estate sales in Houston and buy up all the maps of these, you know, these older gentlemen that have. I just love old maps and especially like old Houston maps. So, and I'm getting off on a tangent. We're not talking soccer, but. Yeah, yeah. No. I but feel let, you on that. I mean, shoot, like, let me just continue talking about maps and history. So, like, whenever <laughs> I I um, I went to, uh, so I'm I'm originally from Argentina, right? Oh, okay, uh, nice. Yeah. So when I when we got to Texas, I was I was a young kid, but you know, you learn Texas history in middle school, and I was like a mm-hmm. complete nerd. And um and like my dream was to go visit the Alamo. Like, uh huh. I mean, that's so dumb, right? Because we live like so super close. And I didn't go to the Alamo till like a couple of years ago. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, me and my wife, we were walking, you know, around the Alamo and I was like explaining to her everything that happened. And like, and I have like maps in my head and I was like, hey, like this is where this happened and then all this. And just because of maps and, and every time I go anywhere, the first mm-hmm. thing I go is just for the maps. And then, you know, we'll go from there. But that's my little That's story. awesome. <laughs> I love it. Um, I love it. Um, so how did you guys start the group? How did the group come about? Were you, how did, you know, how many people were in it in the beginning? How many people are you guys now? Do you guys keep count? Uh, we don't keep count. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so it started off, there was actually like two supporters groups back in 14 and the start of 15. Mm -hmm. And they kind of sat on opposite sides of the stadium and, and I was coming in and I was like, why don't we sort of try to join together to make one big one just so that looks bigger especially on tv since we're being broadcasted and stuff and so uh got a posse of people uh together that was like 
just really passionate about it. And, uh, you know, I was, we were on a very low budget, which is basically my bank account. <laughs> and so I was like, I don't know how we're going to do this. I don't know how we're going to do flags. I don't know, you know, any type of sound. And so, um, another season ticket holder for the dash, he, that we always see it like uh, scrimmage and stuff before the season. He goes, well, what about five gallon buckets? And I was like, oh my gosh, I can afford five gallon buckets. So, you know, we went to like one of the, the big, you know, like Lowe's or Home Depot and bought five gallon buckets. And then I just took PVC pipe and cut it to the length of drumsticks. And <laughs> that was our drumsticks. Nice. And it made a lot of noise in that first season. <laughs> Very and, low uh, budget, but very very low budget. Yeah. But it was so much fun. You know, and if someone like kicked the bucket down the you know, the stands, we didn't care, you know, like drums, it's like you have a heart attack and so uh, but yeah, that is, it was fun. We'd let kids come up and play with us and just, it was all about making noise and, and having a lot of fun. And, that, and that's still how it is. Uh, mm-hmm. We now have drums that were uh, donated to us and we have a, a girl that comes, she drives in from Corpus Christi every game wow. and plays with us. And, um, and she has all these different cadences that she comes up with. And, and so she'll get, she'll get like a rhythm playing and then like I'll add to it and then another drum where it adds to it. And it's just, it's so organic and it's just all about making noise, making a rhythm that makes people dance and excited to be at the game. And, and then we just yell random stuff at the players and just have the best time. And it's, that's all it is. It, it's, there's no organization to it really. <laughs> it's just come up, you know, have fun, yell, meet some people, find community. And that's really what Bias City Republic is. It's just, kind of like a hodgepodge of riffraff. <laughs> hey, that's good enough. That's Houston, yeah. right? It, that is kind of like Houston. I don't want to call it riffraff, but Houston <laughs> is, is, is such a, there's no, like there's some organization you could say, oh, that's like River Oaks or that's like, you know, Montrose or whatever, you know, but like you could have like a three-story house next to like a mid-century house. It's just like, it's all whatever, but it's Houston. And it, I think it's such a cool city. And funny enough, uh, there's a a weird rapper called Riff Raff, and he's from Houston. There you go. There you go. So it worked out perfect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So going into the whole, uh, you know, being loud and having flags and stuff. How did you? So I have. Um, I was talking to Haley. Um, I don't know if you know. I'm pretty sure you've seen her. You probably know her. She, well, I know a couple uh, of Haley's. Yeah. Right. Uh, Haley Snyder. She does. Oh, yeah. the Actually, dash uh mm-hmm. actually the the dash podcast mm-hmm. um and she was talking about the the whole like the catchphrases or i guess or hashtags or whatever the, uh-huh. like, the dash tf on i asked her about that one because uh-huh. i was like hey you know quick question uh you know the dash tf on what's the tf and you know <laughs> then you find out you know i was trying to be you know i was trying to be uh i guess i was ignorant but at the same time i was like i have an idea of what it means but i don't know what it means and she basically said whatever you think it is that's what it is so i was like okay and how did you guys come up with that how how did all these and then also the y'all means all that kind of became became like a nwsl thing not just a houston dash thing yeah uh well dash tfon actually came from one of the players and so uh there was (laughs) i think it was just dash on that was the original one and then um i you know it i'm trying to think when it happened it was like 2017 i think is when it happened uh there was another one that was like 
I can't even remember. It was like people call it Nadiqua or something like that. And I can't remember the the letters for it. But anyways, it was something that the coach after Randy Waldron came up with and the players I think were kind of rolling their eyes at it. But then one of the players was like, no, dash TF on. Like that's how I feel about it. And so and that may not be how the story actually is, but that's how it was kind of interpreted it's your story right yeah it's my story it's yeah. in it was one of the more outspoken players and so we just the fans ran with it we were putting it in twitter and then we decided to make a banner out of it and uh yeah we got a sticker we got all kinds of stuff right. so yeah we just ran with it and now and it's then like the thing right it is it is yeah i mean you put dash on it's like okay you need to vulgar it up a little bit <laughs> Yeah, that's too kid friendly. It's too kid friendly. More, more it is. Well, it, it means you probably work for the front office because they can't oh. put TS. That, yeah. <laughs> yeah, more PC. Yeah, more PC. Yeah. yeah. And what about the y'all means all? Obviously, it's kind of self-explanatory, yeah. but I don't know if you want to talk about it a little bit. Uh, I mean, it. Yeah. It, well, it could be self-explanatory. It. Mm-hmm. It was something that I had seen in 2018. Uh, around Pride stuff, like in Austin and maybe some in Houston, but I saw it mostly with stuff in Austin and maybe Dallas. But anyways, uh, I saw it and I was like, yeah, that's great. Like in the sense of the LGBTQA, I I feel bad. I'm not saying it all right, but uh, (laughs) community. Um, And I think it's great that they're using it. But, you know, when it comes to, I was thinking when it comes to Houston, it's everybody. Like there's, Houston's the most diverse city in the country. It's, I mean, it's just like there's such so much amazing food, and I didn't want anybody to think that like when you show up to a soccer game, you got to be like, especially a Houston Dash game that you need to be like a you know twelve year old girl that plays soccer and she's coming in with her dad and her mom and her like two sisters or something like. Houston Dash games are for everybody, mm-hmm. and and so when we say hey, want y'all want y'all come to the game, we mean everybody, and so. You know, I don't care who you are or, like, what your story is. Like, you're welcome to Dash games. You're welcome to Dynamo games. So um, I I know that there was a lot of um, stuff going on, I think, at the beginning of last season. And I wish I could remember all the stuff that was going on. And there were uh, different supporters groups that were making flags concerning that stuff. And... uh, you know, you get kind of like in this point where you're like feeling pressure that you need to make a banner that says something. And I don't know, like Bayou City kind of likes to do things that are, you have to like read into them, if that makes sense. to like, yeah. see like a little deeper meaning. And I'm not saying that the other supporters groups don't have deeper meaning because they, they've got some great stuff out there. But uh, the way that we handled it was just saying, you know, y'all means all. And, uh, and so, yeah, that's what, that's what came up with. So there were several of us, you know, took the time and, and, and made that it was a it was yeah, a big effort good. but it it's beautiful i love it seeing it on this other side of the stadium yeah i mean it looks it looks nice um yeah obviously i've seen pictures um like i told Haley, this this was the season for me to actually go to dash games and you know mm-hmm. n- no dash games this season unfortunately oh we'll get you we'll get but, you um, but i mean we're about to start having games on tv yeah, yeah, yeah. Tuesday, so you'll yeah. get to see him. Yeah. Oh no, I'll be watching those, but you know, I wanted to be in the trenches. <laughs> oh yeah, you need to come join us. Yeah, so it's, I you know, get sweaty. You know, I've been going to the Houston, to the Dynamo, you know, games, but you know, it's, mm-hmm. I wanted to experience uh, the dash uh, side of things. You know. Yeah. 
Totally. And also, I saw that you guys, or I didn't see it, but I heard um, that you guys have a Pearland flag or a pear flag. <laughs> yeah. So uh, starting in 2000 and gosh, I'm like trying to remember all my dates here. Uh, 2018. When did we all have all this stuff? Yeah, 2018. Um, we had our rookies were all living in Pearland. And um, the bond that they had on social media was just, or what was portrayed through social media, their bond was, it was awesome. So um, on their Instagrams, mostly I think it was, they would put the, the pear emoji in their stuff. And, and so we kind of did like a rough count of everybody that was down there and made a big we heart and then put a pear for each Pearland player or every player that lived in Pearland. And so and we've, you know, some of them have gone on to other teams or whatever. Um, so the, the numbers have changed, but it's still, you know, is it goes back to that original crew. And then, you know, whoever comes in, like it, you know, one of those pairs is for them. So it's, it's just, that's what it's about. It's like nodding. It's like a nod to our rookie saying you're here. And yeah, we've got the names that are like the big names and they're getting all the recognition, but as a rookie, you're still important to us. And so mm-hmm. we're not forgetting about you. That's a good thing. That's a good thing that, you know, not a lot of support, you know, supporters group do, you know, they usually go with the big old, like you said, the big names and, but yeah. it's cool that, you know, you guys think about everybody else in the team. <laughs> yeah. Um, going into uh, like, uh, let's talk a little bit about the, the culture that you were talking about, you know, mm-hmm. um, how would you, is, is there any way that you would describe like the Houston supporter culture to like any other cultures? Like are you talking important? like just the dash or are you talking about Houston, like with the Dynamo and the dash? Um, we can do both. We can go specifically the dash. And then if you want to do like Houston in general, or, you know, however you feel like however you want to take that question, take it and run with it. <laughs> oh man. Uh, with just the supporters group or the fans. That's another, I've got so many, like, how do you want to, how do you want to handle this? Mm. Let's go. Um, let's go supporter group. No, let's go fans. Group? And then, let's go fans, and then we'll go supporter groups. Too. Well, it's kind of let's kind of all mixed up together. I would yeah. I would say it's they're kind of the same. It's the same answer. So, uh, yeah. I would say you know the fan base in Houston obviously is smaller uh, yeah. than some others, and the supporters group as well because I mean it would make sense to have a large supporters group in a small yeah. fan base, <laughs> but. Uh, but you know what I what I find in the fan base with the Houston Dash uh, is that that there's a, a lot of really knowledgeable fans, um, and it's it's just really neat that if you sit down and talk to them, they're not just showing up to watch like the one hot shot player that plays for the U.S. national team or you know maybe the Canadian national team like they're showing up and they're, they're going for like this rookie that we've had for six months, but man, have you seen the way she finishes the ball when she does this one thing? Like it's insane. And that's what I like about Houston is like, you know, we may be a small group, but um, the passion for all the players on the team is just incredible. And, and that's what I see also on the Dynamo side. Like, yeah, you, you know, you'll have some big names and that everybody's like, you know, going for and everything, but you know, the, the, the people that I interact with that are Dynamo fans, like they're talking about everybody. And, and that's what I like, you know, I, that was, I'm not, and this is like a a small few people in in Portland that I 
interacted with that were like this, but I'd be like, Hey, why do you go to Thor's games? Like, Oh, I show up for, and this was like a long time ago. I show up for Alex Morgan cause she's so hot. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> okay, but like, we have some really good, you know, soccer players. Like, are you watching? They're like, Oh yeah. But like Alex Morgan, like she's so hot. And I'm like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> Dude, there's a little bit more to her than that, you know? And so that's, that's what I like is, you know, I mean, you definitely still want those people who are in the stands are like, oh yeah, I show up because, you know, so-and-so is so hot, whatever. I don't, I'm not going <laughs> to, I'm not going to judge you if you show up because you think Rachel Daly's hot and you want to watch her run across this field, you know, whatever. That's your business. Right. Um, but, you know, I, I just love uh, how knowledgeable our fans are. And I, I love watching more than anything. And, and I wish somebody would cover this, do a story on them, but there is a pocket and I don't know if they all hang out together, but there's like a pocket of men that are like in their sixties and seventies that come to dash games. And you think, Oh, these are old guys who just want to watch women in soccer. Cause they just want to watch girls in short shorts. No, they're really <laughs> smart about the dash and women's soccer in general. And they blow me away with their knowledge. And uh, those are the people I love seeing and they come to watch parties. Um, the families come to watch parties it's just, it feels like a family because it's so intimate. So that's a very long answer to what you asked, but I just, it's no, small, it's intimate, it's knowledgeable fans that are very passionate about the game, not just because they're hot. There <laughs> you go. Pretty, that's a good answer. Yeah. Good answer. yeah. Um, no, I mean, you're right. You're right about that. I, I kind of see it, you know, coming, I'm a, I grew up a Boca Juniors fans. So mm -hmm. you know, obviously it's like a worldwide team, kind of. Yeah. Um, but then obviously then getting into the whole Dynamo stuff and obviously not being such a, not a big name in the MLS, um, obviously in the world or, or in the MLS. And then, like you said, you know, the group, the, maybe the amount of people is smaller, but you know, there are like very committed to. Yes, the they college. are. Yeah. Um, quick question for you. Mm -hmm. um, you know how the Houston Dynamo obviously has a little, thing with uh with frisco fc with dallas yeah um do you guys have anything like that in the, in the nwsl maybe another team that you guys kind of don't like or hate uh yeah i think it kind of like it might switch up a little bit uh we were kind of feeling it towards orlando for a while um they were kind of like our, our team that we were kind of going after and then um for some reason, I feel like Utah was one, but you know, at the end of the day, I think it, I think it really is like Orlando's our, so that's a team our like rival. Make. Yeah. I mean, gotcha. we've got the thing with Marta and Rachel Daly that, you know, like it's like a fight and I'm sure like they're best friends, you know, I'm not, maybe not best friends, but they're, mm -hmm. you know, cordial with each other. But, uh, you know, there was something where like, you know, uh, there was some game and something happened with Marta and she got like a yellow or red card. I can't remember right now and fell back and I can't remember, but you know, it's just like we were out of our seats and yelling, you know, it's that kind of passion. And so there's that and there's just, there was a play that happened to us that caught us with our shorts down. Basically it was, it was, uh, they set the ball up and um, uh, Sanderson, uh, she, I guess, asked the ref if she could kick the ball. The ref was like, sure. And we were still setting up. And she scored a goal, you know, because oh, we were still no. setting up the play. And, you know, it was just like that. And it seems like ever since that happened that first season, like, we have just not been huge fans of Orlando. So, yeah, that's, that that's our team. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
And uh, how are you? How are you feeling about this uh, whole new? Uh, not a whole new change, but you know, there's there has there's a new coach, there's new players, yeah, um, and obviously there's a new tournament coming up. How do you feel about that? About the tournament? Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> I'm a protective like mom. Uh, <laughs> I I worry about it um, just because. I don't want anybody getting sick and I don't want it to, I mean, I don't know what this stuff is. And so that's why, you know, I, I'm like, Oh gosh, let's, let's all be careful. Everybody. Uh, because what, what, and maybe this is being too dramatic. I don't know, but you know, if this stuff gets in one of the players lungs and then it ruins their career because, you know, they don't have full capacity of lungs or something. I know this is dramatic and this is probably other end of the spectrum, crazy, whatever, but that's what I worry about. And I don't want any of these players to lose their career over, uh, you know, a one-month uh, tournament where we're trying to prove that we can do this right and we don't really know what we're dealing with. So I mean, there's a part of me that is very hesitant. Um, I'm going to try my best to support it, and, and I am supporting it. I will, if they're like, hey, Sarah, we're good, we're going to be safe about this, I will support them 100%. And, I, and I'm there. I'm, but, you know, there's a part of me that says, let's not get sick, let's not – Let's not be too crazy. So that's where I'm at. But I'm excited to still see, see them play. I'm going to be there watching them on Tuesday. Yeah. I mean, I, was, I had the same, like, feeling um, mm -hmm. with, with the whole, you know, the MLS tournament or whatever. Yeah. Especially being so long and, you know, them having kind of have to be away and, like, you know. Because obviously this tournament, too, is, you know, it's, what, a month long? Mm -hmm. and, yeah. You know, if you make it all the way, it's a whole month that you have to kind of live away from everybody and you know who knows if they have family well i mean obviously they have families right but you know uh you know they have they have to leave their house and for a whole month and just living in and you know in a hotel or wherever mm -hmm. it's just it's just weird but yeah i mean i've lived in a hotel for four or five days and i went crazy so yeah. i hope they're gonna be okay mentally too yeah and, and like you said you know they're professionals they live up with this and yeah something could go wrong you know hopefully not but you know if something happens to go wrong you know that's like you said that's a whole livelihood like this is what they're kind of counting on for the rest of their lives in a way yeah it could yeah. be snatched but yeah you know hopefully they're hopefully they're smarter people than us making the decision the correct yeah decision, you know? the correct decision yeah. yeah all i can do is you know as my dad keeps telling me he's like light your catholic candles and say your prayers so <laughs> that's, that's what i'll be doing yeah um and how do you feel um like going let's you know obviously it's it's kind of happening um how do you feel with the whole team how do you see the team going in into this tournament uh like in a I mean, soccer I haven't, it, it feels weird <laughs> you know i was just talking to a friend of mine how it's weird that we didn't have that like where you get to see them scrimmage during preseason so you know you have you just trust that they yeah. chose right and but the players they have, I just think this is going to be a really good team. Um, and, and I say that because I think personality-wise, we've got some really good players. Uh, we've got some that have got like kind of like a – I don't want to say like a chip on their shoulder, but they got a little edge to them, and we need that. But I think we also just have some really grounded players that are, are ready to go out there and, and prove themselves, and, and that's what I'm excited about. So, um, you know, I was really excited about last year's team – but then, you know, I see the changes that happened from last year to this year, and I'm even more excited about the team. So, yeah, 
Tuesday is gonna is gonna be awesome to watch them play. That's gonna be the first uh, test of fire. Yeah, it is. Yeah, we're looking. Um, all right. Also, let me ask you a question. You, sure. you obviously you know them. Uh, let me ask you a question. Like I haven't been asking you questions, but uh, <laughs> let me ask you another question. Um, I saw the the not the lineup the the roster. Uh-huh. And, um, I was talking to my brother actually about it yesterday, and I was like, I was like, explain this to me. You know, I was like, they took five defenders, eight midfielders, and eight forwards. I was like, how how is this gonna happen? Obviously, I don't know the players, so mm-hmm. obviously maybe they you know they can play you know on the back. Um, but you know, did did it kind of throw you off guard to see eight forwards and five defenders on the list? No, because I mean, some of those forwards uh, play defender on their national team. So, oh, interesting. You know, that's we've got players that can play different positions, and that's mm. they may be listed as forward, but yeah, there's you know they're they yeah. I mean, elsewhere. that's so what that's we were cool thinking. About them. That's yeah. what we were I was like, you know, maybe some of those mids can kind of play back, and mm-hmm. but you know, it kind of th- it threw me off guard because obviously I'm kind of new to the dash. Mm-hmm. So obviously I I just see names, but I don't even know what they look like. So little by little, I'm kind of matching faces with names just to kind of yeah. have an idea. Um, but yeah, you know, but I guess now it makes sense. Now coming from a person that kind of knows, it kind of makes sense now. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty interesting that some, some players can play forward and defender. You don't see that often. You, yeah, it doesn't feel that way. But yeah, a lot of these players, you start talking to them, you find out, that they've played different positions from like high school to college and then pro they've just moved all around. So. Interesting. So are you guys having any, uh, I probably not any like um, viewing parties in person. Oh, are yeah. you guys doing, uh, or I don't know, maybe you are, but are you guys having any like viewing parties for these games? Well, I know that they're going to set up a screen outside of the Phoenix on Westheimer. Mm-hmm. And they're going to be showing the dash games for those. Just make right. sure you wear your mask and socially distance. Please, please. But with the numbers going up in Houston, I'm like, stay home. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I want. I'm good. just protective. I want everybody to be safe. I want to see everybody next season. Um, yeah. And so I'm kind of being a mom about that. But uh, yeah, there's going to be you know like events at the at the Phoenix if you want to go there and watch with some dash people. And, um, but you know, you could also watch at home and we'll be tweeting, um, using hashtags and stuff. So you can, you know, interact with different dash fans and, uh, you know, maybe we'll do a zoom call afterwards. I'm, I'm up for whatever, you know, for those that have to stay home or, or, you know, that first game is going to be while we're all at work. So, yeah. you know, it's kind of our lunch break. So, you know, maybe it's something we could have like a zoom call or something and, and discuss what we saw and, and get all hyped for the next game, which is going to be on July 4th. We'll all be off. Right. Um, so yeah, it you know it's just kind of up in the air, like whatever fans want to do, we can talk about it. Nice, nice. Yeah. So just to uh, to remind everybody, uh, the first game is Tuesday, the next Tuesday coming up, um, the thirtieth versus uh, Utah Royal at eleven thirty a.m. Then they play um, July fourth on Saturday uh, versus the Rain. At 9 p.m., then they play July 8th on Wednesday uh, against Sky Blue at 9 p.m., and then the last game of the group stage is July 12th on a Sunday against Washington Spirit at 11.30 a.m. Um, so those are basically all the games. Um, and now let's get into the little fun part to finish off. <laughs> um, so I have a bunch of uh, 
some are names some are just like random uh, words uh, okay and then basically i'm just gonna give them to you and then you just give me the first thing that pops to your head okay and hopefully it's it's fun um all right let's start kind of easy houston dynamo big brother big brother nice I don't know why I'm writing these down. I'm not going to write them down. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're recording me. Yeah, exactly. There's no reason for me. Um, okay. Um, I said Houston Dynamo, Rachel Daly. Yeah, I knew you were going to ask me this. And I was like, what am I going to say? I, I'm going to just say she's passionate. Passionate. Yeah. Uh, Jane Campbell. Ooh, she is. She's a force to be reckoned with. Ooh. James Clarkson. Um. I think he is the, it's, I'm trying to get a description. It's, it's what's in my head. is like a steady sea, like steady ocean. Like he's constant. Like he's, yeah, if that makes sense. It's an image that comes in my head. When I first saw him, I was like, dad, you know, like. Dad, he is, he's very much a dad. <laughs> um, right. uh, next up, NWSL. Uh I'm going to say a hot mess, but it's not because we're a mess. It's, it's just the passion, the fans. It's just, it's crazy, but it's the, it's the best. Yeah. All right. Challenge cup. Challenge cup. COVID-19. Oh, no. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, challenge cup. Um, it's just, it's just, what comes to mind is Utah, but I know that's not really. That's an, that's an answer. Yeah. Uh, Houston, Texas. Houston, Texas. Man, it it seriously is the greatest city in Texas. Amen. Uh Bayou City Republic. Uh small but big hearts. Section 137. <laughs> Home. And to finish it off, the Houston Dash. Oh man. You know, I what comes to mind like in my it's funny like i see images but what comes to mind is like i feel like they're not i know they're not sisters and it's it's kind of weird to say it, but they do feel like like soccer sisters if that makes sense like they're passionate about the sport we're passionate about the sport so they're like sisters i guess i don't know how to explain it the sisterhood of the traveling ball <laughs> the sisterhood <laughs> of the traveling yeah yeah all right so yeah that was basically it um I think I got everything that I wanted to ask you. I think I asked you. Um, do you want to leave? Do you want to say anything to the people? Uh, I don't know. Do you want them to find you personally somewhere or the Vice City Republic somewhere? Uh, I mean, we're on social media. And uh, we're actually, we just started a fundraiser today with the other supporters groups. We're trying to raise money for uh, an a group, an organization that's up in Utah because we're basically playing on and training on land that belong to indigenous people up there. And so um, we're going to try to raise money. So basically every goal you, you donate based on the number of goals that the Houston dash makes. So if they make 10 goals and you want to donate $5 for every goal, you're going to end up donating 50 bucks. Um, so there's that going on. Um, We've got some merch stuff on, you know, we've got a little bayoucityrepublic.org. If you want to go to our website and check us out, we've got some information there. Um, but other than that, you know, it's, I think the thing that 
we need to say is, you know, yeah, we're kind of on hold right now just because we're not having games at home. But, you know, rally the troops because we're going to be back next year because we're going to find a cure for whatever this thing is. <laughs> and we're going to be we're going to be back together. So, you know, we, we'll we definitely want some more family members with us next year. So sure. if you're curious about women's soccer or Houston dash soccer or soccer in, in Houston, like check us out, come hang out with us. We don't bite. So, yeah. Nice. Cool. Yeah. Well, thank you again for your, for yeah. all your time. Uh, thank you for, you know, making some time to talk to me. Sure. Uh, to total stranger. Uh, but at least we talked about soccer. So it's a good, it's, it was a good conversation. Exactly. Hopefully, hopefully you know, hopefully in your part. Yeah. Um, and I'm excited. You know, you come to a game, you come find me in 137 and we're going to hang out. Perfect. There was another guy I've talked for an interview and we're going to hang out too. If he's still around Houston. <laughs> so yeah, I'm meeting out so many cool people. So yeah, it'd be, it'd be cool to hang out. Good to hear. Yeah, for sure. You'll see me there. Um, I already told uh, Haley, I was like, I can't play any drums, but I can probably scream. That's um, what we want. So I'll make some type of noise. I'll there clap. You go. Anything, you know? Perfect. Uh, yeah. Thank you again. Uh, thank you so much. And you yeah. know, hopefully uh, we'll see you soon. We'll get to meet you in person soon. All right. Sounds good. All right. Thank you very much. Thank you. So you guys also don't forget to uh, let me kind of plug my stuff. Yeah, uh, do it. Let me uh, if you can find the the podcast at Cuatro Cuatro Dos, which is Q U A T T R O. I made it super difficult for some reason. I don't know why. And then Q Q Q U A T R R O. No, just one, two T's, one R, D O S. Um, under the Dynamo Theory uh, podcast network. And then you can find also the interviews on YouTube as well on their Cuatro Cuatro Dos YouTube channel. So that's it. Thank you everybody for listening. And thank you, Sarah, again. We'll see you guys next time. Woohoo! Dash